This episode of Star Wars and Character is made possible by the generosity of our Patreon supporters. To learn how you can help support the show and have the opportunity to pick a future character for an upcoming episode of Star Wars and Character, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash neozaz. He's named after a legendary Ewok hunter. Okay, well, wait, you mean like a, a Ewok that was a hunter or someone that hunted down Ewoks? This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Ramba and Nanta. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me like like I'm lo- lost. Yeah, like like no shit. I'm sitting right here. I got the I, notes in front of me. I see your notes right on your penis there, on your lap. Oh. oh. <laughs> I forget. I was going to say something really gross. Do it. No. This show is all about class and cooth and respectability. And I won't drop it down. What show are you on? <laughs> what the well, fuck are you looking at? It's fucking stars in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These two Ewoks, am I right, Dave, with that? You are absolutely right. Only appear in Return of the Jedi, yep. episode you, six. You're going to get two bonus Ewoks in this episode. Two. Oh. Two Ewoks in one. Yes. Four Ewoks altogether. Holy shit. Right. Hey. Well, my name is Jesus Christ. Chris. Nancy. <laughs> what? What? Jesus Christ. Chris, Nance is dead. Oh, okay. I thought you, were, that you just have to isolate that. My name is Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's Jesus yeah, like, Christ. Where's he going with this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am joined by man. Nance's dead, Matt. Oh, it's one of those. Damn it, mind. Dave. Give you a medal. Close. Damn it, Dave. Nance is dead. Yeah, and my my favorite one, tough titties. Tim, Nance is dead. Who is, I don't even know what this is referring to. <laughs> <laughs> For real, tough Nance is Ewok. He's Nance, dead. Nance is the dead. Oh, I, I thought I thought you were. Is that the I one you thought were... was getting eaten? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like Nance. Like who's Nance? Not getting eaten. If I have to rewrite this story, he was getting eaten. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. Yes. Was Nancy getting eaten? <laughs> Tell us a story. Absolutely. The let's start with Ramba. This is mostly about Ramba because I'll tell you right now, Nancy doesn't have much of a story, nor do the other two Ewoks I'm gonna bring up here. Um I wouldn't bring them up and and discuss them if they had a long story because we could do an episode on their own. So don't I don't want you guys to feel like I'm I'm uh you know, blowing our load here. I don't know if you Star Wars in character. Yes. So, I mean, there are some Ewoks that I've discovered in this story that warrant an episode on their own. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. The other two that I'm going to mention do not. But Ramba, let's start with him. He's the main scout and trap setter and really the, as I've learned, one of the greatest Ewok defenders of the entire it, Ewok nation. Is he like MacGyver Ewok? Sort of. He's sort of like the Daniel Boone of, e- of Bright Tree Village. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Well, he's the main scout and trap builder, like I said. Without him, 
I'm putting this out there. Oh boy. The, the, no, no Star Wars. <laughs> the Rebels probably would have lost the Battle of Endor. This makes Rombo one of the biggest, not literally, heroes, <laughs> heroes of the Rebellion. Because as I've read this and I'm going to explain to you, without him, that battle would have gone south. Okay. You piqued my curiosity. Let's hear it. Okay. Ramba. The well, name you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> the name Ramba itself is not a vacuum cleaner that goes on its own. Well, there's the only joke I had, so I'm going to yep. go eat some dinner. I'll be back in a half hour. <laughs> no, you're not going to want to miss this. Oh, okay. Ramba, the name, is a sign of prestige in the Ewok community. So it's a... It, what's that? Is it a title or is it his name? It just, it's his name. He's named after a legendary Ewok hunter. Okay. Well, wait, you mean like a, a Ewok that was a hunter or someone that hunted down Ewoks? <laughs> Both. <laughs> and Ewok. If, if it's the second one, this character's got a lot cooler. Ramba Bundy. <laughs> He put on clown makeup. <laughs> no, it's a it's a Ewok. The the this Ramba was an Ewok. Oh, okay. Legendary hunter. Oh, damn okay. It. He is setting traps. He's a scout. Like I said, he's out there, you know, in the trees, like keep an eye on everything. But really, he's setting traps before what we even see in Return of the Jedi. He often used trees, like down trees, rather than cut them down. He used fallen ones, so he really, in a way, was like an environmentalist too. This uh, is easier. Yeah, I mean, like they're little. They, you know, like the trees are already down. Use those. He and another Ewok named Wuta, and this is one of the ones I'm mentioning because he has zero backstory. I'm the Wuta clan. <laughs> <laughs> Old dirty Wuta. <laughs> Yub Nub and Rizza. <laughs> that was good. They would set log traps to trip up the adats. Like, you know how we see adats on in Endor? Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's not the first time these adats have been on Endor. Oh, and come on. Just like that's not the first time there was adats on Hoth. No. Oh. So Ramba and Wuta would go out and use these down trees to set log traps to trip up the adats. So the things, like, they knew even as a primitive you know teddy bear society the only way to take these things down was to trip them up like you know luke and wedge doing empire strikes back maybe they've heard of the stories who knows <laughs> so moving on through the movie the trap that luke han Chewie, and the droids were caught in was not set for them mm. and i guess i never really thought about that did you guys think that that set that trap was set for them i thought yeah because there was food like she was oh. Oh, no, I didn't think it was said for them. I thought, no. yeah, I thought Chewie accidentally tripped it over. Or off, it was just a general hunting trap. That's what the yuzzums. What were they trying to catch then? They were trying to catch boar wolves. And I looked up boar wolves. Both? And, both? Or? No, it was a combination. There's some pictures online. It's, it's, there isn't much of a story behind the boar wolves. They are like what you would think of. It's a combination of a boar and a wolf. And they would even howl at the moon. At the, at the, you know, like it, it was kind of stupid. <laughs> but that, those traps were designed to trap those boar wolves. So Chewie's just an idiot. He was hungry. Well, always <laughs> thinking with your stomach. Yeah, I watched that scene. <laughs> now, when that happens and they're all caught up in there, Ramba is there. He's one of the, 
One's when the heroes are trapped in the net. He's in the movie a lot. I didn't even bother trying to tape or time <laughs> these things because who can tell them apart anyway? Right. And I'm, I've been looked online. How many different Ewok suits were there? I couldn't find anything because I have a feeling that these, these Ewoks were in almost every scene. Hmm. Uh, the Nancy, throne room scene, the yeah. Jabba's <laughs> palace. On the Death Star. <laughs> And now, young Jedi, you will die. <laughs> so there's when when that trap goes up. This is very stupid. Okay, don't yell at me. I won't. I didn't write this, and you guys would know more about this than I would because it's from the Ewok cartoon. Did you guys watch it? One of them. Yeah, one of them. Recently. Not the movies. The cartoon. Yeah, we watched one. One of the one episode. Yeah, one. Okay. Well, there was something called the Chirpa Gorniche Peace Treaty. Peace Summit, excuse me. <laughs> this is in the Ewok comic, even. Between the Ewoks and another race on Endor called the Dulocks. I think we've mentioned that before. The Dulocks. There's those, those green guys, right? Yes. I'm trying to find them. Man. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The green guys are basically like the bad guys on the planet. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. So Chief Turpa and Gornish, who was the leader of these Dulocks, have a peace summit. And like I said, this is stupid. Don't get pissed at me. Damn it, Dave. Dulock Shakur. C-3PO was already there involved in this peace summit as, I guess, a translator. What, before the events in Jedi? Yes. Oh, Dave. Mad at you now for this, Dave. I hate you for this. I even wrote that. This is bullshit. Like, C-3PO <laughs> doesn't reference that in the story. This is a bad edition of the story that he's already but they, Wait, He was there as a translator when he says, what did you tell him? And he goes, hello, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he forgot how to speak to them after having already translated for them in a peace summit. Exactly. Bullshit. Although, I could. I could believe this if he if he was translating for a different Ewok tribe in a different part of the planet because just like Earth, we have different languages. But this is the same fucking tribe. Yeah, like all the Ewoks didn't even like look like they remembered him. They were like, oh, no. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. unless he did such a stellar job at translating that they now worshipped him, and for some reason yeah. he forgot he did this. <laughs> well, in this retconning, I agree with everything that y'all have said. But Dave, we still hate you though for this. Okay, yeah, thank you, Dave. Shit. That he, Fuck he you, Dave. This is a bad retcon because it's like, like you said. Not only does he not reference, like, oh, I've been here before. I recognize these build a bears. <laughs> um, but I like, stuffed this one with a little heart <laughs> <laughs> and my golden rod and. <laughs> Like Matt said, he's like, I think I said that right. Right. Well, you, you know, like we, you were already there doing a job. But, but to expand on what Chris said, Ramba and another Ewok called Robin, R A B I N, not Robin, like I was say, and Batman. Yeah, Robin. <laughs> they recognize C three PO. God. And they've seen him before uh, because he participated in this failed peace treaty. I mean, it didn't even work, this peace treaty. And that's part of the reason why they worship him. Bullshit. That bear over there. Point on this bear over here where the golden rod touched you. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
<laughs> this Rabin is one of the other ones I'm going to give you the minorest of details on because there is no backstory on him really. All right. Then that he was a beast tamer. <laughs> was he a tamer that had beast or a beast that was a town? Oh, it doesn't work on this one. <laughs> I see. <laughs> So he was like a boar wolf whisperer. Like he could, he could, he could tame these beasts. Like Mick Dundee. Yeah, there you go with the, with the fingers and he would just come out and just give the boar wolves pot brownies. Here, man, <laughs> you don't want to eat us. Eat these, man. Yeah, man, these are awesome. So in this backstory, this is a big deal that C three PO was not only yeah. on it, but he's seen these creatures before. This is all bullshit. That is bullshit. But I love it. <laughs> so when we get to the battle Ramba is like the Marines man he is the first to fight he is in that initial surprise attack he's one of the ones that break the necks of the stormtrooper with those bolas you know when they're swinging them around yeah yeah. he launches the catapults against the ATSTs he's, he's everywhere. everywhere he's like fucking Rambo well, he's, he's ready to go. Drop your socks and grab your cocks, fellas. We're going to war. It's funny that you say that, Chris, because that's what happens point, in first blood. I thought the same thing. He's got the trap set. He can just be everywhere. Where is he? He's everywhere. Yeah. Think about his name. What's his name? Holy shit. That does hit me. Yeah. His name Ramba. Which is, that, swap the that, yeah. Turn the egg Injured David Caruso somewhere in the movie. Oh, I get it. Yeah, like this is not official. This is just my theory, and it sounds like maybe it's Chris's too. It's just the vowel switch. I think he's was named first, Rambo. What year was First Blood? Before Jedi? 80. When did First Blood come out? Okay, was that 79 or 80? No, it was definitely in the 80s. It yeah, was early 80s. 80, yeah, I was like 82. You know, like, oh my God. It, was it was before this. I see it. Does like, Colonel Troutman have to come and talk Rumba down? Like, John. We got no legs. <laughs> Ramba, nothing is over. <laughs> it's, it's, Someone has to put that clip up there now and, and dub Saloon with the Ewoks. Where's John Panette when we need him? Rest his soul. <laughs> oh, he's poor. They call me Baby Killer. Spitting. <laughs> You're like, I can't carry a job. <laughs> I can't get a fucking job. <laughs> oh, please. Someone dub that with Ewok voices. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I I mean, this I didn't, didn't even hit me. Yeah, this isn't <laughs> anything official, but I swear to God, they named him after Rambo because of the way they wrote his story. Is that stupid or what? Dave, uh, I kind of like that. You like it. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from that. 82, first blood. 82, right before this. Yeah. But the, he wasn't called Ramba when Return of the Jedi came out. He was Ewok no, number yeah. 47. <laughs> but that was the same number of Rambo War. <laughs> so in the retcon, that might be true, but that's not true. I mean, this thing was just, was just, you know, holding a spear. It, it, this, all, this stuff came from all I always find though, too. I always thought when they were throwing rocks at stormtroopers and, uh, and they would just fucking fall down a cliff. <laughs> I thought that was just sometimes like, that's stupid. Because they're wearing the armor to, to block rocks at least. Yeah. Now it's bullshit now. <laughs> yeah, but if you're wearing like a football helmet and someone throws a cinder block at you, you're going down. They weren't cinder blocks. They were like little pebbles. They were. Them, they when were, I come up and visit, we're going to put a little bike helmet on you, and I'm going to throw a rock at your head. 
What'd you say? Take you tell me how it feels. I will. I can't wait. <laughs> and, I, and you go, how does, does it, it feel? <laughs> the third time that. that. I can't. I can't wait to see this. This is. A, it's definitely and, was a blue Monday. And we're gonna film it, Tim. All right, we will film it. Okay. All right. All right. Now this gets into to me one of the most major controversies. Of and this the entire, is totally. This is my Olaf Frog moment. Go ahead. Shut up. Listen to this. I'm. I'm about to prove this to you. Okay. Prove it to wrong. So he's running from the ATSD fire, and a blast knocks him and Nanta off their feet. Okay. You can picture it, I'm, I'm sure. I'm going to blast you off your feet. Oh, God. <laughs> so Ramba, because he's Rambo, he gets right up and goes over to Nanta, who is dead. And Go ahead. there's the dead Ewok. Now, I say, and, and I've been, you know, argued down by you guys, when I was little, I believe that Ramba at that point began eating Nanta. He just gets hungry immediately when he starts eating his friend. Listen, <laughs> I was 10 years old. Are you telling me if I pass, if I die right now, you're going to lean over and start eating me? If we're still recording and he's hungry, he really doesn't have much <laughs> of a choice. We've been recording for quite a while. I do hear your belly growling a little bit. I know. Like, I was 10 years old and I watched it today again. I watched it carefully. Like, you know, it's like sad. And, and actually, they think that the name Nanta comes from a noise that Ramba is making. It it doesn't to me sound like he's saying Nanta, but people have reckoned this to the point where they think he's saying the name of that dead Ewok. That's why that character is called Nanta. But it's it's sad, and then it very deliberately looks like it puts its mouth right on the Ewok, giving it a mouth hug. I can't be the only person that believes it. I think you are. <laughs> I want to do like when this episode comes out, I want to do a poll. All the listeners, mm -hmm. what's more believable? A zombie eating Ewok or a frog named Ola? <laughs> if I get one person to agree with me, no. I'll be happy. <laughs> no, that, there's no way. Ten years old. What, what ten year old thinks he's eating that? The guts out from that Ewok. That's Nobody. What it, that's what it looks like. I'm thinking that that's a he's part of. He's hugging him. He's like he misses him. He's no, born. that's a part of their culture. I'm thinking like <laughs> no, they're like Native Americans. Like nothing goes to waste. Well, then this is a little side thing. The rumor is all the stormtroopers at the end of the movie they 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 ate. Yes. Is that where you're going with this now? Well, I was thinking about that. That's a theory. They're eating like at that end party. Like you know they're partying. They're having barbecue. They're, those humans are cannibals. They're eating stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. Rumor. I've heard that rumor. Yes. Yeah. And you don't well, think they're eating, so? They don't, they don't eat their own kind. They're not eating Ewoks. Why not? Because it's not happening. <laughs> they're a primitive society. All right. Do you think? Is forget that. Is there any possibility that they are eating stormtroopers at the end? Matt and Tim, your thoughts. Eating <laughs> boar wolves. No. When would they have had? I love time that. Stormtroopers is beast. completely normal. But boar wolves is ridiculous. They are going to cook Han and Luke. That's true. That's a good point. Another thing I heard about. Yeah, I forgot about that. They're not going to let these stormtroopers go to waste. They're about to party. There's not like you know. <laughs> they're, they're boiling them like crabs, and they're cracking open their arms and their legs and. There's not right out Sam's Club, and they can run out and get meat in bulk. They got it right there. <laughs> 
Do you think that Han and Luke and Lando and Leia and Wedge eat Stormtrooper at the end? Yes or no? <laughs> no. No, I don't think they do. Ewoks are getting fatter by the second, but they're just sitting there going, dear God, they're eating the people. That's what I say. Chris, do you think they're eating Stormtroopers? Who, Han, Luke, and Leia? The humans. I, I do not. Come on! Why not? There's, there's no bibs. There's no blood on them. There's bibs. no forks and knives. I'm not saying they know. I'm it's, saying- it's like lobster bibs, but with Stormtrooper helmets. <laughs> Red Lobster, yeah. Stormtrooper for the seafood lover and you. No, I'm saying Stormtrooper shanty. <laughs> I'm saying they don't know that they're eating I, it. This is that nice. I might buy that they don't know. Like at the end, they tell them, like, oh, where you know this boy What's this? Good. chicken? Yeah, it's not. Is a rubber? That's TK five five six. And they spit it out like they, you know, like they do. It's a like sp- a Chinese restaurant menu. They give them a menu. You have to order by number, but all the numbers start with TK. <laughs> exactly. If you had to pronounce TK, it sort of sounds like the first syllable of chicken. Tim, <laughs> Tim, Tim, you're that right. Was, that was reaching. He's no, not right. Tim is right. You're fucking drunk. <laughs> right. I'm not even anywhere near drunk. That'll happen later. <laughs> no, this is. I'm, I'm telling you. There's some. There's some. There's always been rumors about this. There's yes. some walking dead shit going on yeah. at the end of this movie. And the, the funniest part about Nanta doesn't have a story. The only story, like, that's why I just kind of throw it in because this dead Ewok to me has always been fascinating. And so much so, I wanted to do a whole episode on just the dead Ewok, but like I said, there is nothing other than for a long time, fans called him Corpsey. Oh, God. Actually, uh. actually I kind of like that now that I overreacted there for a second. It's cool. And and there was there was an actual action figure. It, the name came from a 2012 Toys R Us figure based on what Ramba is saying. Like I said, Ram, they some people think that Ramba is saying Nanta Nanta. Like, Nanta Nanta, give me the news. I got a bad case of eating you. <laughs> See, you're coming you're coming to my side. Now, the funniest thing about all this is, have you seen this? And I think I put this on our page before that, that people have made a mock-up dead Ewok action figure. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's great. It's like it's like the original Kenner packaging with the dead Ewok lying there. And in the little plastic bubble, it's just like this little ball of fur. <laughs> it's great. That's pretty good. I got to put that on our page. But I'm, I'm hanging on to this. The, oh, not- I see it now. That's funny. I'm not letting this go. You're the only person. Now, Ramba, back to Ramba, is not one of the ones that goes with Chewie and the Tarzan yell to take down the ATST. Those Ewoks are called Whittle Warrock. What? Whittle Warwick and Wonka Warwick. Cutting a wabbit? Yeah, not Willy Wonka. But <laughs> Whittle Warrock. Whittle are they related Ewok. to. Are they related to Wicked W. Warwick? I tell you what, I, I intentionally didn't look because I, I did I was gonna say just like mention them along this, like with everything else. Their backstories are long and I am not touching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's all cartoon shit. <laughs> when you see Chewie sitting in the cockpit of the ATSD after the Tarzan yell, that is Whittle and Wonka and it's long. So that could be maybe a future episode. So I'm not going to spoil that on here. Um, 
He is on the ground, though, during that with a bow and arrow, cheering them on. As far as movie... That's what Rambo had. A bow and arrow? Yeah. He's got everything, man. This guy's like all over the place. As far as the movie stuff goes, that's it for him. Now, there's a controversy with Ramba himself because people thought for a long time that two different Ewoks were Ramba. There, there is an action figure of Ramba. It's a, it's one of the power of the Force. In those figures that I've, I realize, I've read now and learned that are deemed the last seventeen. So, like, he's one of the last seventeen Kenner figures made. I remember there was an Ewok in that set. That's him. Okay. Okay. He has like a tight hood tied around his neck. Now there was another thing where like people thought this other one with a pink hood was him, but Leland Chi put the kibosh on all that and confirmed that the one that is the power of the force action figure is the real Ramba. Okay. Now Ramba was played by Debbie Lee Carrington. Okay. Have you guys her? have you guys met her? Tim has a great story. Yes, we've met her. What is your story, Tim? I don't really have one. I remember <laughs> we. No, well, exactly. I, I seem to remember meeting her at one of the celebrations, getting her our poster signed. Yeah, but what? What did and you your poster? She, I think she signed her name next to Phil Fonacaro, who was the dead Ewok, and I think she made like a little sad face next to it with, with a tear coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I, I believe she's, I believe she said her uh, Ramba little sad face next to it. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's sounded so sincere. Well, no, I gotta tell you, I mean, as we sit here, I am a huge fan of Debbie Lee Carrington and I'm not ashamed to admit it here. I've, I, I, for a long time, had a, a pretty big crush on Debbie. Wait, Lee. is she the? Is she the little? Is she the from? Um, uh, yes. Get your Austin Moss. She is in Total Recall. She's okay. In, I yeah yeah. She's she, hot. She's cute. She's in a million things. Yeah, and, including Captain EO and Men in Black. She's she's like super prolific actress. But the thing that I am most infatuated with, and I told Matt this, she is on a very memorable episode of Seinfeld where she played Tammy, the one that was Mickey's uh, interest when he was heighten it, wearing wearing lifts in his shoes. And she's smoking hot in that episode. So I I put... I, I think I know who we're talking about. You look up Tammy on Seinfeld. She's got like the big hair and, and just like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I went on her website and I put a call into her uh, agency and I spoke with her agent on the phone yesterday. His name's Frank. He was a nice guy. And he is going to pass it along to her that I would like. I mean, I'm not a big interview guy like you guys are more into this, but I want to talk to her. <laughs> mostly about Seinfeld and Captain EO but um, so there, oh, may, yeah, there's just, yeah. there may be a future Debbie Lee Carrington interview where I just like gush over her for <laughs> long she'll let me but uh, in fact I have my cell phone on me now she has my cell phone number Chris ah, so she could call you any second during this episode let me see I'm going to check it right now check it right now um, now now, Dave, would she be your hall pass if 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 your wife would let you? Oh, I would. I would so I would so use my hall pass. Yeah. 
Absolutely. She is very cute. She's she's very cute. She's hot. She now, is, yeah. She she may be calling. I mean, who knows? I talked to her agent yesterday and and he said that he would pass it along to her to see if she was interested. And if she's not, I understand. Um but if she is, this may be uh this may not be over. Not like it's over. <laughs> We've only just begun. You should say, and then here's the interview. And then if there is, boink, put it right in. Well, who knows? Oh, wait, my phone's ringing. Oh, my God, it is. Oh, you ass. <laughs> Matt. Sorry. That was, that was really mean. That was, that was, <laughs> You're right. That was. That was I really got, cool. Did you see how excited you, you, I got? He, I never see Dave's not a good. He's yeah, not good. He doesn't smile much. <laughs> you should have seen him right now. Ear to ear. Teeth shining. <laughs> and I'm not a star fucker like you guys are. <laughs> but, I was Emily Carrington. You'll make an exception. Hell yeah. I'm sitting here talking to you guys and my phone rang. Did you see me you, jump? Yes, I did. I was like, yes. did you? And no, it, it's, it's Matt. Call from Matt. And I hung up on his ass. <laughs> that it, was that was it went awesome. Matt would have changed his name. Oh no, I guess it's in your phone. Everybody. Yeah, right. That's yeah. That was I should have called. Oh damn it! I should have called from my work phone. It would have came up on on list. Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> that was really mean. I thought it was funny. Well, she later wore the same suit that she wore in Return of the Jedi in uh, these Ewok movies, like uh, the Ewok Adventure to Battle Friend or Caravan of Courage in Ewok Adventure. You know, like. But she didn't play uh, Ramba. She played another character called Weechi. Was she on the show with Warwick Davis? She, no, I, I don't think so. There's a few. No, no, because that wasn't her. If you look at her on IMDb, Debbie Lee Carrington, she's in a million things. Yeah. I mean, she's still, she's like very, she's a busy lady. Like, so if she doesn't call me back. I'll be heartbroken, but I understand. Wait, okay, the lady friend. I, phone- <laughs> I haven't heard from Matt in a while. You're from my <laughs> no, so I'm right here. rings and it's Matt. I'm I'm done. This is my last episode. <laughs> you can get you can get somebody else to replace me because I can only have my heart broken so many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, now this is this is another little controversy here, and you guys uh, can can shed some light on this probably better than I can. There's another guy giving credit too for playing um, Ramba, a guy named Mike, Mike Cottrell. Des- decidedly not Debbie Lee Carrington, and I would not make love to this man. <laughs> That's good to know. Are you looking at a picture of him? Yeah, there's a picture of him. He's he's taking the head off, and he's just this mustachioed glass glass. Uh, he's wearing glasses oh. with the. That's you know what to call him an asshole. No, that's Chris calling me now. Stop calling me. <laughs> damn, damn you, call him Tim. You can't hear me. <laughs> I tell you what, you guys are assholes. Watch, watch her call for real. Then you answer, answer yeah, it. Hang on. I'll pick it up. Yeah. Right, that's enough, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Now, so, so have you met this guy, Tim? Mike Cottrell? I, his name. That's Sounds familiar. I, I don't. I don't have my list of people that we have on our poster, but uh, <laughs> we may have met him. I, I I vividly remember meeting Debbie Lee Carrington. Now that I've seen the picture, but uh, I I don't know <laughs> if we met him or not. Well, yeah, like I guess he played him in some scenes, but they weren't even sure as to which scenes he was 
Ramba and which scenes Debbie was Ramba. This guy also was in uh, Flash Gordon and The Dark Crystal and some other things as well. But his filmography is nowhere near as vast as hers. Wow, she is pretty. <laughs> See? See, now you won't even mess with me, will you? She, she's calling me. <laughs> But as far as Rumba and Nantic, or Nantic, Nantic, Nanta, and Debbie, that's all I got. Wait, are you all right, Dave? If somebody else calls Stop me. Stop checking your phone, I, I all right? She's phone, not calling my you. My phone is in my hand. Man. And if it says any of y'all's names and doesn't say Debbie Lee on it, I'm out. <laughs> okay, okay, then. That's all, right, all, then. that's all I got. Now it's time for <laughs> feedback. Is she calling yes. us? Do we, get, do we have a phone call? Do we have a voicemail feedback? Why, did you leave one? No. No, no, no. It's just a joke. Jeez, <laughs> man. I'm down, Dave. Dave, you need to chill out. Have a drink. Okay. Have a tall one. I have one. He does that. This episode is sponsored by Oscar Blues Dale's Pale Ale. They're not calling you either. Hmm. All right. I am going to the email. We haven't done an email in a while. We got a couple. Actually, my, what What happened? Tim, you're an asshole. <laughs> what did Tim just send you? Go what Tim sent me. Yeah, look at that. He sent me a picture of a very busty. Stop making it your wallpaper, all Deb- right? <laughs> Debbie Lee Carrington. Tim, how sexy is she in the picture? Oh, I mean... I, I actually remember when we went to the celebration, I remember Chris even coming in like <laughs> saying some really dirty stuff, but uh, I, I, I do. Uh, I, she uh, very cute. I did save. Look, I saved it. Oh, my that's going to be my new picture for when Tim calls. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's- this is her as the uh, as the intergalactic prostitute in Total Recall. Oh, yeah. OK, I would drop a few credits on that. That's Howard the Duck with boobs. I see that. No, that's not her. Sorry, Matt. That's okay. That was worth it for that. She's. I mean, I know she's wearing a boost today, but she's she's got some shape. The rest of this. <laughs> Hope she never hears this because you guys are assholes. I haven't said a word. <laughs> Me of all people, I was sitting here saying nothing. I could go on and on, but Debbie, all I did was dial my phone. Debbie, I I respect your acting abilities and and i and i love you so don't listen to them okay Matt. debbie dave's <laughs> married and i'm single I don't listen to him <laughs> i'm sorry i'm flipping through pictures don't call here. me me okay, for nothing i'm done can we go on can we, can we go on dave now is your phone okay no calls coming in Okay. All right. We got an email. It's from a gentleman named Andrew. His subject is Swick Feedback. And he says, hello, guys. This is Andrew. I come from Ukraine, but I live and work in China. I'm a huge fan of your show, and I just want to say a big thank you for everything you do. I started listening to your podcast in 2012. Back then, I was looking for any podcast about Star Wars, and when I listened to your first episode, I had ambivalent feelings. And Well, join the club. It was something unusual to me, but something I definitely liked. And the more I listened, the more I loved it. I can't really access Facebook or Twitter here, so I'm not even sure if I'm sending this email the right way. 
and I couldn't find any other way to contact you on the website. Your show is brilliant, and it sure is one of a kind. I've listened to some of your episodes multiple times, which is probably the reason I still... I am still one year behind. I'm listening to your Syndralic episode right now, and I am so looking forward to you get, getting to your special episodes on Rebels, which I hate more than all of you put together. Hate Jar Jar. Wow. Wow. That is the that is the deepest hate I've heard towards Rebels so far. Wow. I like it. The atmosphere of your show is really awesome, and so are your jokes. Sometimes I wish I could just start... I'm sorry. Sometimes I would just start laughing out loud listening to your podcast and my earphones, and my wife would come over asking me what happened, and then she'd be like, oh, you're listening to these guys again. <laughs> but that's when I send her to make me a sandwich. Paul- <laughs> <laughs> make me a tag one woman. <laughs> That is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> I have a question for you. There aren't many star. There aren't so many Star Wars fans around here, but a colleague of mine has been talking about some of the weirdest phrases from Star Wars. Uh, weirdest phrases from Star Wars. The films are full of weird dialogue, and our all-time favorites are one Anakin's. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Anakin's. Will you try from Revenge of the Sith? Mostly because it's the way he says it. Obi Wan's. My allegiance is to the Republic to the democracy again because of the way it's delivered and also because of the earthliness of the whole idea of obi-wan putting out his political ideals and three the communications disruptions can mean only one thing inversion well that's (laughs) self-explanatory you use a lot of the other ones throughout your show my favorite is being a sith lord (laughs) but do you have a line that you think is the most ridiculous or weird thanks again for the great show we'll keep We'll keep listening to you guys and recommend it to all the Chinese people around who don't really speak much English or know anything about Star Wars. Signed, Andrew. That's awesome. So, do you guys have any weird lines that oh. he mentioned? Like he mentioned, I the now that he pointed them out, I can't think of any others but those three. There's so many to choose from. Um, weird lines. My, I, I go back. This happened not that long ago on an episode. But I swear, I'm not exaggerating. When I did this flow in Hermione episode, and when Obi Wan walks in and sees Dex, and he's like Obi Wan. Yeah, you always say that. Yeah, and and he is the strangest. Del- it's it's like he said in the delivery. I love Ewan McGregor. Right? He's one of my favorite actors. But he's standing there with his with his prosthetic beard. <laughs> made, made out of what, Dave? Made out of pubes. There it is. The short and curlies. And he is standing there beaming. Hello, Hello Dex. Dex. <laughs> I hate that line. That is so weird. It is so... It's almost homoerotic. Like, he's so <laughs> to see him in all of his hands. <laughs> that one to me, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I just saw it recently, but I'm going with that one. Do you guys have any other ones? Oh, man. I can't <laughs> think of any specific one. I'm trying to remember the one. Uh, I don't remember the exact line, so I guess it's not that memorable, but it's. I'll say it anyway. It's the uh, the one where, hit, and I think it's in episode three when Padme and Anakin are talking, and she's like, you're blinded by love, and he's like, only because I'm so in love with you, or something like that. It's like, no one would say that. I don't care if it's a movie or in real life. Yeah, you know that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Bit, yeah, yeah. Those are those scenes are ripe with bad, with bad dialogue. <laughs> I I kind of I can't I can't get him like Anakin. Would you do it, Great Dave? What have I done? <laughs> that's always in my head. More in the delivery. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was pretty good, though. And I guess Jar Jar. <laughs> what have I done? Fucked up. There's when uh, Padme falls out of the gunship in episode two, Anakin just screams, Padme! and he just starts screaming after that. And you can't understand a word he's saying because he's just screaming at like Obi-Wan and the pilot and anyone around him that can hear him. But you can't understand what he's saying. What's he say? What's he falls? He's like, hi. <laughs> Yeah. And she and she rolls and her perfect butt creates the one one three eight sand. Notice no. how they're all she from, gets up, she's okay. But Oh yeah, they are. All from the prequels. Now you know what's the worst? This just reminded me because you're talking about that movie. It's the it's the, the worst scene in the entire thing with the with the C three PO with the head. Yeah, I was waiting. You hate that part. I'm so confused. The drag. This is a drag. Yeah. This is a drag. That... That may be the worst in the entire thing. Could there be anything worse? How rude! Thank you. <laughs> that one's pretty bad, too. All I know is that him telling his wife when she's like, oh, those guys to go make, go fix me turkey pot pot. <laughs> that that is, smells stink-a-whiff. That is the funniest message of all time. Thank you. Now, do you think he really does say that? Like, if his wife you know, it'd be the thing he really says, make me a sandwich. Yeah, why not? Or he's just making, trying to make him sound cool. If he's trying to make us laugh, he, he succeeded. <laughs> yeah. What's funnier, that or you the voicemail we got about the, uh, the how oh, I, I forgot his name. Bitch. I forget, Chris Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, you Chris dumb Hunt bitch. <laughs> Chris Hernandez, who has uh, provided us Secaucus. good Photoshop comedy moments as well on our Facebook page but that's that is we have some really 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 funny listeners who make us laugh which is just just about as cool as anything i was trying to look up bad lines from star wars and i found another page of just bad lines from movies and i think maybe the worst of all time is is halle berry's storm in that one x-men movie you know what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning same (laughs) thing that happens to everything else yep yep that's pretty bad that's legendary bad. Yeah. In the top five. <laughs> All of Mr. Freeze lines from Batman and Robin, according to this page. Freeze. <laughs> that was good, that was Tim. Good. Uh, good message. Yes. And well, that since I was a long one and got us this got us into a big discussion, I'll just jump right into our Patreon supporter of the week. And this week is another Scott, and actually someone that's become a very good friend of mine, Scott Rifen from Dinner for Geeks and another Star Wars podcast, My Star Wars Story, which I have had the privilege of being on. Both, I believe, shows are on. Uh, I believe that's on Two True Freaks, along with his other Star Wars show growing up star wars so those two shows so from scott rifen thank you for your support scott che- definitely check out his all his shows all his work dinner for geeks uh my star wars story for sure and growing up star wars some of my favorite star wars stuff right there and i'm just saying that because as a friend of mine he actually became a friend of mine through me finding the show so i was a fan first a friend later so thank you scott thank you to everybody for their support on patreon it's been helping a lot and it's actually funding a new venture a new special particularly for star wars and character that i think i think a lot of our longtime fans have 
kind of asked for and would like to be a part of. And I think everyone is going to enjoy more of that in a few months, probably in November, we'll get that ball rolling. So we are able to try something we have wanted to do for a long, long time. And that's a, that's just a little tease I'm going to give right now. So look for that. And it's all thanks to supporters like Scott and everyone that supports us on Patreon. Star Wars in character, seven minutes in heaven. Oh, <laughs> Spin the bottle, Star Wars in character. That's right. We're using that money to buy a hooker that can actually give someone seven minutes in heaven because none of the four of us are capable of doing it. <laughs> Speak for yourself. That's right. <laughs> I, only need, I only need one minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Scott. One minute in purgatory. Purgatory. This is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from NorseLegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Hey, Dave. Yes? You know what time it is? It's 7-Eleven. It is 7-Eleven. <laughs> it closed, too. <laughs> what closed? Did you, ever, did you guys ever hear of a 7-Eleven closing? No. That's how bad it is in our town. The yeah. 7-Elevens are closing. The one, the one over by the Russell Mall? Going. Damn. What? Seriously? That was an institution. I used to wander over there drunk from our friend Jim's house many a night. Well, not anymore. No. That's what we used to go before we would we would uh, get our rations for our midnight movies. That's right. Yeah, Bahama Mamas. We get a Bahama Mama, and all the burglar was always there. Yeah, there was this little <laughs> this little dreadlocked woman that looked exactly like Whoopi Goldberg in Burglar. <laughs> <laughs> we would walk in, and Chris would be like, "How you doing, Burglar?" <laughs> and Chuck Yerkes. Yeah, and Chuck. Always, yeah, what are, you, what are you watching now, guys? Shout out to Chuck. Chuck's a cool guy. But it's not there. Yeah, <laughs> it's to get a birch beer and a tasty Claire and a bag of Funyuns. Slurpees, man. I, I remember. Slurpees. Remember back in the day, they used to have when you bought like a big gulp or something. Under the cup was like a like a frisbee disc. Yeah. Of like either sports or Star Wars or something. Absolutely. I have a whole collection of those 7-Eleven. They're those little lenticular things. It yes. would be like Errol yeah. Strawberry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It would be a picture of him, like his face and then sweet. Did they ever do anything like that for Star Wars or just that? Was I it? thought there was something for Star Wars under there. There was. But those were, those were, you got those at, I think, uh, Taco Bell. You got them on the top of the things. It was, they were like, they almost looked like pogs, but they were little game pieces. That was Doritos. Was it Dorito? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Those are Petridge Farm cookies. They were <laughs> Pepper, Farm remembers. They were in bags of Doritos. Those little, those little pogs that would be like bigs. It would be his face in an X-wing. His face in an X-wing. Yeah. I seem to, but I seem to remember when Episode One came out. They had things like at KFC and Taco Bell. I think it was on the top of the lid. You had to take. The, the little pog thing out so you can put your straw in the in the topper. Well that you're probably you're probably right. We're talking about two different things. I'm talking when the re releases came out like Especially yeah, yeah. I had a I used to carry a, a lenticular Luke versus Vader in my wall Dork. Instead of a yeah. condom. I want to put this on. You know, the, you know, the condom makes look. It, it looks bigger than when I moved to the side, but smaller when I moved to the other side. The condom makes the impression in the in the leather on the wallet. You know, like you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody see Tim's wallet. Oh, look, that guy's got a Magnum in there. No, <laughs> it's a Luke Invader lenticular palm. Look, <laughs> hey, hey, ladies. 
I'm going to get lenticular. What time is it now, Dave? It's 7.14. It is. <laughs> it's time for trivia. It is time for trivia. And this round of trivia, which we're calling Tim. What are we calling it? We're not calling it Tim. The Lyle Files. Is it the Lyle File or the Lyle Files? Yes. I would say the files because there's 25 different files. All right. <laughs> I guess something like Whatever. Well, the scores go like this. I'm in the lead with 10, and then we have a three-way tie. Threesome. Threesome. Mm. Three-way tie for last. You guys are the human centipede of the Lyle Files. <laughs> oh. Chris is in the back. No, no. I'm I don't want to be in the middle. Ooh. No. <laughs> So my math is on Matt's ass right now. Again. 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 Still. It's like Thursday. It's like Thursday. You guys all have eight. I I like when it's when it refers to stuff Tim does all the time that's kind of nasty. He's like, it's a Tuesday when it's me. It's a Thursday. (laughs) What day is it for Dave? Wednesday? Every day. Oh, okay. I get the other five days. (laughs) The day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. Humans and feeder. My mouth is sewn to his ass. And with that, the scores are <laughs> 10 to 8 to 8 to 8. Oh, my God. Okay? So, that Chris, you're first. Stop making out with my dog. Look at this thing. Look at it. I, I see it. He sees look, it every day. Look at the dog. Yeah. That's a beautiful dog. She's a fickle bitch. She's right on... She's up, up on your chest. Ow. She's a fickle bitch. <laughs> she's a fickle. Go. Oh, that doesn't work. Go, <laughs> bitch. All right, Chris, it's your turn. Okay. And you're I want to get this right. Give me something easy. All right. Well, you all, I don't know if it's easy, but it's number 54. 54, Dave. Brad Lidge. Shut the door. Shut the door. <laughs> Dave would never lie. That's another story. Okay, here we go. Splat. What? what was that? That was awful. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I got I it. Oh jeez. Alright. Are you ready for your question, Chris? We can change the subject. I'm ready. Okay. What Star Wars props were built from British Sterling's L two A three SMGs? Kevin sounds a little <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that what he even just asked me right there. Kev, this is actually yeah, he recorded this like just getting over a cold, so these <laughs> questions might sound a little Yeah, he different. sounded he sounded like he was on his deathbed. <laughs> again. What Star Wars props were built from British Sterling's L two A three SMGs? Is that English? I don't even know what he's saying. He sounds so sad. <laughs> what Star Wars props? were built from British Sterling's L2A3 SMGs. I think his voice is even deeper. It is, is, yeah. He should have yeah. a cold all the time. Yeah. It's the Lyle Achoo file. <laughs> <laughs> My darling, I Jesus built Christ. from British M25s and Sterling HG3s. L2A3 Might as well say that. <laughs> I got this one. One more time, Kevin. What Star Wars props were built from British Sterling's L2A3 SMGs? What's a British Sterling? Whatever this prop was built from. Were you a hint? Uh, well, I, I want to know what a, what is a, what's a British Sterling? That might give it away. Yeah. We've talked about this on the we show. We have? Mm-hmm. 
I have no idea. I think I, I think I know what he's referring to, but I, I may be wrong. I, I have no idea, and this sucks for me. I'm gonna say is the eight is the ad at Walker's legs because I have no idea. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> guess. Probably wrong, but I'm I like that away. guess. No idea. All right. Well, here's the answer. The answer: the Stormtrooper Standard Blaster. That was wrong. All right. How oh, would you think it was? I thought he was talking about those. Those IG-88 heads in the can. Oh, <laughs> no, that's from like a Ferrari no, those were, those jet those engine Rolls or something. Rolls Royce. Oh, Rolls Royce, that's that, right. When he said SMG, I knew it was a gun, but I... I did you now, Tim? I did. Thank you, Gold. That has to be the hardest question in Kevin Lyle history. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That was well, a good he one. did say each release he was going to make him a little more difficult, so that's well, kind of be expected. Right. <laughs> He's a man of his word. Hope yours is hard, Dave. Usually is. And the question. D&D. All right, it's my turn. All right, number 61. What sector contains the Hoth system? You need that again? What sector? What sector contains the Hoth system? Uh, I remember that being said in the movie. (laughs) I'm sure it is said, like, when the the Imperials are looking for them and, and... and they're telling they're basically telling Vader that's not where they are and he's like that's it the rebels are there rebels are there I'm trying to I mean anything I say is going to be a guess I'm trying to guess say whether I should do a number or a word I'm going to say the uh, sector 7 sector 7G where Homer Simpson works <laughs> no, just Sector 7. That's okay. my guess. All right. Let's see. The answer is... The answer is the Anoit Sector. <laughs> Dave. You dumbass. <laughs> right on the tip of my tongue. Should have said Sector 7G. All right. It would have been just as wrong, but... He is right. These are getting more difficult. It's Matt's turn. All right. These are hard. Number 65. Number 5. 65. 65. During the original Death Star battle, was the exhaust port targeted by the rebellion in the northern or southern hemisphere? <laughs> exhaust port? <laughs> the what? Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. This uh, isn't familiar with that term. I have a hard time with holes. Did they even the say that? I mean, I'm gonna. this is obviously going to be a 50 50 guess. Get it wrong. What were the choices? I even forget the choices. Hold on. During the original Death Star battle, was the exhaust port targeted by the rebellion in the northern or southern hemisphere? What? Wait a minute, though. I am gonna guess, but wouldn't it be neither because it's in the, in the middle, middle in the trench? <laughs> I was thinking too, man. If it's on the front, if it's on the northern side, like everybody's like, "Nah, can't get there from here." Man, you ain't getting nowhere would, towards that hole. I would, say, I would say it's a trick question if he didn't give an either or for an answer to pick. So, I will get... What did he say again? During the original Death Star battle, was the exhaust port targeted by the Rebellion in the Northern or Southern Hemisphere? Okay. <laughs> I, this is a guess. I'm just going with Northern. So, let's see. The answer... Is Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. Okay, hey. well, that was that was I, that was complete dumb luck because I had no freaking idea. I still say <laughs> it's neither. I think it's in the middle. Uh oh, Dave. I thought I thought it was along the the equator. Good guess, Matt. No, that was it was that was pure dumb luck because I had no freaking idea. I don't. Where did where would you get that from? Where was the? Uh, did they did they mention that in the movie? And I don't remember. 
Of the Death Star's northern hemisphere. Oh, really? You'll find a hole. Oh. It could be. That sounds like like from the movie, Tim. Drunk Jim Henson. (laughs) Yeah, Drunk Jim Henson. (laughs) That was my Alex McCrindle. You'll take your ship to... It actually... You'll take your ship shoot the fucking hole. I mean, port. (laughs) (laughs) You fucker. All right, well, it's Tim's turn. All right, we got 69. Wait, it's upside down. 69. (laughs) In what detention block was Princess Leia being held on the first Death Star? Oh, dang. And they do, and they say this clearly. Yeah. Northern or Southern? (laughs) Right or left, yeah. And in what sector? And what gun was it made out of? I remember they, they say this very clearly in the movie but I for the life of me cannot remember what the what the because uh, I think that's when Han yells at she's in 1138 but that's not it 8675309 um, I'm going to say 5879 <laughs> okay. this is right you'll find the princess in, fi- in, in cell block 5879 in the northern hemisphere right below the, <laughs> the northern hemisphere <laughs> And when you see her, don't feel, don't be afraid to give her the back of your hand. <laughs> Jeez, that is Sean Connery. <laughs> the answer is AA twenty-three. Uh, okay, man, this is one one hell of a round for Matt. <laughs> one <Yeah>. round. <laughs> the, yeah, the, I like the fact that he's doing this because this is like a game changer for everybody. Yeah. So now, Dave, if I can't get any of the easy ones right, <laughs> you were doing well. All but, right. but I think we're all in trouble, which is a good thing. Like it should become more challenging as it goes on. Like Kevin set it up, so the scores are like this. I'm still in first with ten. That's all important. Matt is in second by himself with nine, and y'all have eight. Chris and Tim. Me and Tim are together, hugging tightly. Mm-hmm. Eight mates. Dave, great job on the zombie eating Ewok. Thank you. Don't bust my balls. Now, okay. is, that a, is that a zombie eating an Ewok or an Ewok that's, zombie eating things? And that, that's, See, that, a, that's that, a that's double callback. My 10-year-old self was... was Stupid. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> my 10-year-old self was an astute film watcher. You got that half right. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sticking by this, and I'd like to start a groundswell of support as with the tree octopus that that was that was a cannibalistic moment in Star Wars. Don't look at me like that. That made no sense whatsoever. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe the Ewok just thought the, the other Ewok got bit by a snake and, and she was just trying to suck out the poison. <laughs> what oh, was that? Sorry. Oh boy. Okay. I got another text. But that was that's- me. That's from my friend Jared. Okay. Did you take a photo of her? Jared's a giant asshole now too. No, it, and he's he. We, we are doing. Uh, anytime I, he finds a good beer, he lets me know. So uh, oh. that's a future podcast coming. So. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Thanks for listening. This episode featuring Ramba and Nanta. Debbie Lee Carrington, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time we discuss Aaron Kraken. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. 
For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. Here we go. Bingy bingy. <laughs> That's Tim's other thing. Bingy bingy. What is bingy bingy? It's from, uh, I think it's from Perfect Strangers. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to say Balky used to go, ah, bingy bingy. What did it mean? I don't, I don't remember. I just remember going, Carson, Larry, Appletonic, a bingy bingy. Standing tall <laughs> on the wings of my, my dreams. Rise and fall. Things of that was one of the best throughout the thunder, the pouring rain, a bound for better days. <laughs> Matt, like, Very sorry, Mr. Gorpley. Matt has to seriously do a podcast on TV theme songs. I will, after I do the songs. stolen fortune cookie show, you know a lot of fucking theme songs. I do, I do too. Remember, we played that game. We should have a we should have a face off meme. Oh, that Matt. would be fun. That'd be a great spe- that is a great special. I and Christy would totally be into hosting that. I will tell her about that when she wakes up. You play it, she yep. plays it, and we like have to like write it down because we wouldn't be able to like buzz in or anything, and we wouldn't know who was first or whatever. Yep. We, uh, to, we could do all kinds of variations on that. We'd be like she could, and then we get into a we could do so many different rounds, man. We do that, and then we do the round where it's like finish. She gives a hint of what it is and. She plays it, and you have to finish the line. Like she cuts it off. I love like, this. Uh, like the, the, Alice is an example. Like there, there's a new, and then you'd have to finish the line. Oh, that, oh, we are so doing this. I I would love it, and I'm gonna kick your ass so bad. There. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's I have on. the fifth. I have the one CD. Chris and I played it once. The kids came over, and Chris and Kelly, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make up a game show." I and I played, I played, and they all kept score, and I played like all fifty of them, and they had to see how many they could get out of fifty. There were so, some old ones. On some of them were really hard. Yeah, I mean, there were shows on there I'd never watched. Yeah, but you still knew knew some though. There was someone there I didn't know though. That that's gonna be fun. Yep. <laughs>